What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Next Level Freedom Church podcast. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church in Jackson, Missouri. If you're seeking a church family that can help you grow in your relationship with Christ, or maybe you just want to check us out online, be sure to check out our website, www.nextlevelfreedomchurch.com. I hope today's episode will inspire you and encourage you as you fulfill the destiny God has for your life and fulfill your divine purpose in God's master plan. Thanks for tuning and God bless. Hey guys, welcome back to the Next Level Freedom Church podcast. My name is Trenton Cruz. I'm the lead pastor of Next Level Freedom Church right here in Jackson, Missouri. We are so glad that you joined with us on today's podcast. Make sure you're checking out all the latest information on us at nextlevelfreedomchurch.com or nextlevelfreedomchurch.org. And we've got a lot of things coming up here in the near future that we're going to be talking about on the website. I'll give you just a few of them right here on August 13th. We are having a prophecy seminar with Miss Ivory Yarbrough. It will be set up as classes at 10 a.m. And then we're going to break for lunch and we'll be back at 1 p.m. for the second and final class of that seminar. want to encourage you to come to that, especially if you've ever had questions about prophecy and biblical prophecy or even how to understand prophecy. That would be a great thing for you to check out. Then the following Sunday, the day after that, right after that on August 14th, we are having our first ever 9 a.m. service. Well, I shouldn't say first ever. First one in about a year and a half or so. We're having a Sunday morning services again. We'll be starting August 14th at 9 a.m. We hope you'll make plans to join us right there at the current location, 1225 Old Cape Road, Jackson, Missouri. We will be there at 9 a.m. each and every Sunday morning beginning August 14th, so make sure you're making plans for that. And then on September 25th, which is our pretty much anniversary service, will be our fourth year anniversary service. I've got a friend of mine, you heard him on Unified. If you checked out the Unified episode, Pastor Stephen Watkins will be with us in the house giving a word that Sunday morning at 9 a.m. So at that time, we'll already be back on Sunday morning schedule. Not to mention on October 13th, 14th, and 15th, we will be having our next second annual Cross Connection. Special guest speakers will be Miss Ivory Yarbrough on Thursday night, Pastor Curtis True on Friday night, and on Saturday night, we will have... Aaron Michael back in the house with us and those all begin 6.30 nightly and then if you want to hang out with us on Sunday morning right after that at 9 a.m. we will be back under the tent and um, Aaron Michael will be speaking for us that Sunday morning as well so mark your calendars there's a lot of things coming up I'm going to let you just rewind that if you want to hear any of that again today's podcast we're going to be continuing with our Q&A sessions from Freedom Conference I think this is awesome because I think this gives us a chance to expand and continue with the momentum that we've had from Freedom Conference while we anxiously anticipate or wait for Cross Connection. Oh, the one thing I forgot to mention about Cross Connection. On Thursday night, we will have the return of the Stained Spoon Project leading our worship that night. Friday night, we will have the Spark Church's worship team with us. And on Saturday night, we will have Christ Church of the Heartland back in the house with their worship team as well. We're looking forward to all of that. I know that was a lot, so I encourage you, if you missed any of it, just check out the website, nextlevelfreedomchurch.com, and you can get all that information there. 
there. The flyer is up on the website for Cross Connection. We won't start pushing it real big till we get through these next few events we've got going on. The next one being Miss Ivory Yarbrough on August 13th. That is a Saturday. Once again, 10 a.m., break for lunch. 1 p.m. So we hope you'll plan to join us for that and then join us the following Sunday, 9 a.m., our first Sunday service in a while. Back to today's podcast. On today's podcast, we have question number three that was brought up from the Freedom Conference, which was, how can I be sure when I'm in the right position and the enemy is defeated? How do I know these things? So let's go ahead and tune into that. I'll see you right back here next week for our next question. More information on the questions we've got coming up, or if you want to hear any of those that we've talked about the last couple of weeks that we've had the questions on nextlevelfreedomchurch.com if you'll go to the media page scroll down click on the freedom conference flyer on the freedom conference page you scroll down and there is every question that we will have here on the air including the three that we've gone over including today's so or you can just check out the podcast spotify Google, wherever you check out your podcast, make sure you're tuning in there. I guess that's it for now. Let's get to the question. How do I know I'm in the right position and that the devil is defeated? Let's talk about that. I'll see you guys next time. God bless. Okay, I'm going to start Aaron with this one. So, uh, and then we can pass it. it. says, how can I be sure when I get in the right position that the enemy is defeated completely, even though he still fights on? So how can you be sure when I get in the right position that the enemy is defeated completely, even though he still fights on? I think it's talking about the enemy still fighting you. Mm. How do you know when you finally are in the right position to defeat? Okay, you ready? I have him defeated. All right, so let me. Let's see. So it doesn't matter your position. Okay, it's about your transformation because you could be. You could appear to be the most defeated person ever in position. But in transformation, you're holding everything above you up. What a weakling. What a, what a weak person. Look at them. Look at them. They got their hands up. And, and it's like we're standing on a glass ceiling. And all we see is the hands of somebody looking up. It's like, yeah, I look real strong now. And you realize the only thing holding you up is that person that you thought was weak. Position is nothing. Transformation was everything. Who that person, so to answer your question, is it's not about just where you are, but not forgetting who you are. And when you understand who you are, you don't have to understand if the devil's defeated or not. That's not for you to understand. That was God's thing. He did that. He took care of that. It's not your job to defeat the enemy. The enemy is already defeated. It's for you to understand what God's finished work on Calvary did. It's not a continuation. It's finished. So his defeat is not, is not maybe, it's imminent. It has taken place. And so, so how do I understand when the enemy's attacks are coming? He's not happy. He's never, you're not going to do, are you saying that, that if the enemy stops fighting you, it's some, maybe you've satisfied him. <laughs> if the enemy is fighting, it's because he's mad. He's not mad at you. He's mad because he's defeated and there's nothing he can do to change that. The only thing he can change is if your perspective of it changes, but he knows what, at the end of the day, whether you believe he's defeated or not, once it's all said and done, he's going to hell and he knows it. So whether you believe he's going to hell or not in your life, it doesn't change his destiny because you've got nothing to do with him being defeated or not. He's already been defeated and he knows it. He's just trying to get by while he's still not, he's just in change in that dark, chains in that dark place. Bible talks about that. It's in a place called ignorance. 
So that darkness, whenever there was a darkness, the darkness that the enemy is in chains. The Bible says that the devil right now is in chains, but he is located somewhere here. Powerful. This is deep. I'm not going to go deep. I promise you I'm not going to go real deep, but just give you a piece of this, okay? Is that the enemy is defeated and in chains. The Bible tells us that. He is in chains, okay? In, in darkness, the Bible calls it. Darkness, if you translate what that means, it actually means ignorance, And so the only way that he has power over you is to bring you to where he is because he can't come to where you are. He can only bring you to where he is because he has no power where you're at. That's why he tries to lead you to where he is in chains. He is in that place bringing people to in the darkness and the darkness is ignorance. The only way he beats you is you not knowing he's defeated. He is defeated and the only way he can get you to to beat you is to pull you where he is. You got to declare I ain't going there. I'm not going, amen. I'm not going to ignorance. His word is a lamp under my feet and a light under my path. And that everywhere I go, hey, I'll come to where you're at and illuminate it. And he's like, no, I mean, trying to do none of that. Illumination would expose him, right? And so, 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 how, so to finalize it one more time, say it one more time, will you? The whole question? <laughs> just, just, just so how I can, can I be sure when I get in the right position that the enemy is defeated completely, even though he still fights on? You got it? He's defeated. Your position doesn't change anything. You've got to be able to say, Paul says, I've learned to be up here. I've learned to be down here. I've been a winner. I've been a loser. I've been shipwrecked. I've, I've been the captain of the ship. I've been everywhere. doesn't matter where it is I am in position. I am where I am from transformation. So therefore, God, put me where you want to put me. Paul was in prison. What kind of position is that? That's a, he, it's powerful. Why? Because he was transformed. So Paul's like, put me in prison. I love it. <laughs> Hang me upside down. I love it. Beat me. Drag me behind. I don't get but, but that, that's not a position that would be, be nice. I mean, you know, it's transformation. I'm living from a transformed perspective. Amen. Anybody yeah. else? So for me, position is, it's totally different. It's a little bit different. It's not totally different. And I totally get that to look at because I use puzzle analogies to explain uh, life application, biblical life application. So coming from that point of view, from that perspective, when you look at where, if we're puzzle pieces, if you look at a jigsaw puzzle and there's a piece out of place and it's not in the right position that it was meant for that it was created for what happens is the enemy can come along and he can tell you things like you're a misfit you don't belong when really you're not you're you're not a mistake that's right you just need to be rearranged or repositioned or pressed in because when you come from that perspective it's all about perspective more than the position itself by being in the place you were created to be no matter how many ways the enemy comes at you your perspective is different he can't move you as easy he can't shift you as easy he can't take you out of the vision and you were talking about vision he can't take you out of the vision you were created for because if you've ever tried to pull a puzzle piece out of the picture once it's been pressed in once it's been pushed in to where it was created for it's more difficult it's a lot more difficult so the question was how do i know you know once i'm in the right position that the enemy is defeated well you're absolutely right you have to come at life knowing the enemy is already defeated 
the enemy's already defeated. What isn't defeated, though, is some of us haven't changed our mindset and changed our perspective. So that's what, as far as position goes, that's what position does for you. It gives you a godly perspective. Now that you're pressed in, now that you are in his vision, the enemy can't easily pluck you out. He can't shift you. He can't tell you you belong in this picture over here or this picture over here. You're pressed in. And so he can come at you in any which way that he wants. But the other thing is you're not alone because now you're connected. There's other pieces around you. And so you're not just standing out there wondering, well, how am I going to defeat him this time? How am I going to defeat him that time? Well, he's got to come through a whole lot of other pieces to get to you now. So you're not alone. And so for me, that that's how I would address that question. Don't think about it as I got to get in this position and I've got to stand firm and I've got to fight the enemy. It's all about allowing the victory that's already ours to just reveal itself in our lives by holding firm and and changing our perspective and that's part of it you have to change your perspective anybody else brett lisa i don't really have much because she pretty much said what i was going to say but the only thing i would add or the way that you know, our mind is a battlefield. That's been said, and that's been one of the th- Satan has just been all over me the last few months, right here. And what I'm realizing is what has happened, and this this goes for the whole body of Christ. But what happened to our hearts whenever he come in, we need to have happen to our minds, because when he comes into your heart, you start to have compassion for things you never had compassion before. You start to look at things differently and treat people differently. But this is spiritual, and this is flesh. And that's how we look at it. But we need to have the same thing happen here that happened here. And that's what I am beginning to realize more and more that your your thought patterns, you need to have a, she said, mindset. I was going to say a spiritual mindset. We, we think spiritual from here, which I know sounds strange, we think from our hearts. But in, in a godly perspective, we do. We need to have the same thing that has happened here happen here. And we, yeah. And this is where all the junk goes, and this is where uh, my past is. My past isn't here. This has been wiped clean, but I still got it here. But I've got to get to a point where what's in here is not important as what he's doing right now. The past stuff is not important anymore. The, The sins and all of that stuff that he's forgotten that the devil won't let me forget. I've got, it's just like all these guys said a while ago, it's, he's defeated. We've got to get the mindset, the spiritual mindset that he's defeated. Because in our minds, he keeps throwing that junk at us, making us believe he's not defeated. Because he's right there every single day, hammering you with it. We're changed here, but we've got to get to a point where we're changed here. And I know that that's, it's not easy. I'm not going to pretend it's easy. We all struggle with thoughts. We all struggle with Saying things wrong, doing things wrong, making the wrong decisions as leaders in a church. We all we got all of that stuff going on. So I don't really know the answer to it. Besides, we ask him to come into our hearts. Maybe we need to ask him to come in and clean our minds, clean my heart and clean my mind. That's the only thing that I would add to that is the word says that we're seated in the heavenlies with Christ Jesus. Our position is God doesn't see me when I'm talking to him or praying to him. He sees Christ in me. So I'm already in position. I'm already in position with God. That's all that matters. I, I'm in position with him because if I'm, my relationship's right here, my relationship's this way is going to be good. But if my relationship this way is, not all, is off, 
my relationships this way is going to be off. It's going to show. And the other thing is, is we have to know who we are in Christ. When I know who I am in Christ, the enemy can't touch me. He, he can try. This is what he does. Like you said something about deception. He'll try to manipulate circumstances. He'll try to manipulate people into saying a certain thing that pushes a button or reminds you of a past or whisper fears in your mind. But if you already know that's his tactic and you don't react to it, what you do is you act on it by going to him, then he can't touch you. I went through some physical things, and the whole time the enemies whispered, you're going to die, da 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 And I'd say, oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you live in me. Thank you, Lord. Be absent from the bodies to be present with the Lord. I will not fear because either I'm going to be healed here or I'm going to be healed there. It don't matter. Margie here has a scripture she's turned to. She's wanting to share with everybody. So. Second uh, Corinthians 10, starting in the third verse. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not, do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God from pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive into the be- obedience of Christ. That's how I fight my battles. When the devil comes in, I take every thought captive you have to obey Jesus Christ and you come in and give me those weird thoughts taking every thought captive amen that gets back to that battlefield of the mind amen